Esther, and this week I have the lovely author Shay Apple, formerly known as Escole. She's the new kind of it girl and her books prove it. We discuss fitting in writing with the day job and our dream travel destinations. Good morning, Shay. Morning, Willow. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well, too. I'm so happy to talk to you. Yes, I'm very excited. I feel like I know you. We have these Instagram chats and just feel like you're my friend already. You are my friend already, but I feel like we should have met in person. I know. Hopefully, you know, as soon as COVID gets a little bit under control, we can make that happen. What part of the world are you in? I am in Atlanta, Georgia. So down here with crazy changing weather, every day is different. (laughs) I know that feeling of every day is different. (laughs) I don't even switch over my clothes when the winter months come. I just have two separate closets. (laughs) Well, I feel like we've got so much to talk about. And I wondered first off if you might want to tell people about your name change. Yeah. So when I first published, I published under S. Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the S, you know, still stood for Shay, but I just recently changed to Shay Apple. So I haven't published any under the new name yet, but going forward, uh, that's what my books will be nice. under. Nice. Yeah. What made you decide Apple? Well, my actual last name is close to that. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, and I thought it was very on brand. I write dark, creepy Mm -hmm. stuff, so it was more like a poison apple brand. So I figured that'd be a better, you know, branding than Escol. You do write creepy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm still taking deep breaths from my girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think if I were to have read that, like if I didn't write it and I were to have read it by somebody else, I probably would not have been able to finish it because in all honesty, I am a scaredy cat. Are you? Yes. That's so funny. I would think you would be like obsessed with horror movies and all that. No, I have a hard time getting through horror movies and there's only one that I love. What is it? And that is it. And mm. Stephen King's it. Oh, that was literally love, it. Yeah. <laughs> Pennywise is oh, like oh my, my, my bae. I love him. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the only scary thing. But I can't get through the book. I've gotten through like 100 pages of the book and I put it down every time. Too scary. Mm-hmm. I'm there with you. So me reading My Girl was like, I felt... Like I had really accomplished something. (laughs) I'm reading The Neighborhood now. Tell me about, and it is so good and so, it's full of so much. Yeah. I want to know all that led to that and what inspired that. Yeah. So it started off just this idea popped in my head and then all the current events that was happening, uh, you know, over the summer. I mean, they've been happening obviously for decades Mm -hmm. with the whole Black Lives Matter movement and, uh, you know, police brutality and all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. So an idea popped into my head and I just started writing. And of course, I had to throw in creepy (laughs) aspects to it. And I'm really excited about it. I am working on querying it right now. I've gotten a pretty good 
feedback oh, on it, but there great. are some changes we'll need to make to okay. it. So it's a work in progress, uh, and eventually I'll have a lot more to share about it. I'm really excited about it because I feel like it's it's really on point with what we need to be talking about. It's written so well, and I'm hoping it's going to do great. Yes, I, I'm excited to share it. And I have queried books before, and this one seems to uh, be doing a little bit better, but I, I get a little bit impatient. Mm-hmm. So I want everyone to you know read it and get their feedback on it. So I would anticipate if it doesn't get picked up that I, you know, I'm probably going to get too impatient and release it sometime next year. Yeah, that makes sense. Are you able to talk at all about your day job or no? Um, No, I (laughs) can share that I'm an essential worker and that it, you know, is for the government. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I can't share too much about it. I just want to say that I like that you're writing these books doing the job I know you're doing. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I uh, I have a little bit of insight yes, on, on something. For sure. But I'm writing. Yeah, I know in um, the Brixton Housewife series, there was one scene that had to do my real job and the editor came back and was like, this doesn't seem like it makes sense the way they're doing this. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, no. <laughs> that, that is exactly how it would be done. Yeah. So I kept it in there. Don't you feel like that's often so the case where the true things are the things that people come back and are like, yeah. this is so unrealistic. Yes. Yes. And then you read, you know, paranormal stuff like my girl that freaks people out. And I'm like, that's totally not real. <laughs> how do you manage to do it all with your work and how taxing it must be and to write books. What's your writing schedule like? I wish I had a writing schedule. (laughs) I have tried uh, everything. I am fortunate enough now in my current position that I work eight to five Monday through Friday. Mm. So I'm able to write when I get home. Uh, And sometimes I can sneak in a little writing while I'm actually at Mm -hmm. work. But when I first started, I was doing shift work. And so the whole Brixton Housewives series, I wrote at like seven o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know, for, you know, two or three hours before I would go to bed because I got home around six or seven, depending on what was going on at work. Uh, And then when I was on a different shift, say evening shift, I would get home around midnight and then I would stay up, you know, for another two or three hours. So it just depended on what shift I was on, but I would always just, you know, directly after work and sit on the floor mm. with music playing mm. and let the words come mm. out. Uh, but now with the eight to five, it's a little bit easier and difficult all mm-hmm. at once. I have more time to like it. But because I have more time, I a lot of times say, I'll just do it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I don't have a strict set schedule. Uh, and especially now with the way things are, it's been a little bit more difficult to get in the right headspace mm-hmm. to get the words out. But I have been trying. <laughs> Tell me about Trash Queen, because I know that was originally going to be 
published as a novella. What's happening with that now? Yes. So Trash Queen, I was a part of the Girl Power Romance Collection that Tara Anders started. And it was a different uh, author with a different novella each month releasing. And I think some months we had two or three release a novella. And it had, you know, certain stipulations. You had to have a female uh, badass main character (laughs) and have a happily ever after. Mm -hmm. And I like to think that in some ways I'm a romance author, (laughs) uh, but then I kind of go off the rails and uh, will include, you know, some sort of crime or um, murder (laughs) and, or paranormal. So I started off that story and was inspired a lot by Janet Ivanovich's Stephanie Plum Mm -hmm. series. And I could not get the ending I wanted in the 15K limit that we had. So I got with Tara and, you know, asked her if I could do this to end the story. Uh, And she was fine with it. So I was going to complete the story into a novel this year. But with my mind being more on the dark, creepy side, I could not 100% focus on getting that story (laughs) done. Um, And again, with COVID, it's just not pouring out of me the way it was when I first started that story. So my goal is to release uh, a chapter or two every month in my newsletter until it's finished. And that'll start on its original release date, which was December 15th. December 15th. Okay. So everyone needs to sign up for your newsletter. Yes. And look for that new story coming out. This will air on December 10th. Oh, yay. So that will be perfect. Yes. And there's a link to the newsletter on Instagram in my bio. Okay. Great. What do you think has been the change of your writing, the leading into this different genre? Uh, I Well, I think my day job has a lot to play into it. And just, you know, growing up, my dad was in the military police. And so like stories he would tell me, uh, you know, stuff we watched on TV together. Uh, and then my mom as well, we watched Dateline mm-hmm. Kids. You cut out just a <laughs> so, little bit there. You watched Dateline. Yeah, when we were kids, me and my sister would watch Dateline with my mom uh, <laughs> as as kids. And so I just have always had an interest in it. And I recently discovered, I'm like late on the bandwagon, but uh, the My Favorite Murder podcast. Oh, yes. Yes. So I feel a little weird with my obsession <laughs> of murder and dark things. but. It just, when I started writing the Brooks and Housewife series, I thought I was writing a romance with lots of sex. And I did, my first book does have a lot of that in there. But I just felt like something was missing. And I thought, okay, so which one of these housewives is going to (laughs) die? I love it. And from there... Uh, once I got into the last book of the series, uh, Ace Gray read it and she was just blown away how I 
wrote so like such a bad serial killer mm-hmm. and how crazy she was mm-hmm. and say more about it <laughs> to give it away which one it is but I knew at that point that that was going to be my genre yeah uh you know in most of my books because that was where I felt most passionate and where the most words fell out onto the paper. I love that. I think that's what makes you special and unique and you need to run with it. Thank you. (laughs) Let's do fast five. I'll ask you questions and you answer off the top of your head. Okay. Favorite cocktail? Margarita. Last book you loved? Oh, gosh. Um, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Oh, yeah, that one's really good. That sounds good. I haven't read that Bob one yet. Holly Jackson. Okay. What did you have for dinner last night? I had a cauliflower bowl. Oh. <laughs> so not too exciting. That's so healthy. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm That's... trying to get a little bit healthier on my food choices. <laughs> I would have loved some nachos last night. Mm-hmm. What would surprise us about you? Uh, my go-to that I always tell people is that I have crooked pinkies. Oh. <laughs> Does it affect your typing at all? No, uh, I I don't think so. <laughs> I've been writing with them this whole time. But um, yeah, they and I think Haley uh, Baldwin, I guess now Bieber, she uh-huh. has the same thing and she had posted pictures and people were making fun of her pinkies and I was like I have those pinkies Aww, you guys have the same pinkies yeah yeah show your binging um I just finished Lovecraft Country mm-hmm. how was it it was really good it was really weird and there was one episode that scared the crap out of me because it had some demon-like children but it's jordan peele so what do you expect (laughs) what would you say has been the best part of 2020 can you think of something um for me i would say probably discovering my love of pole dancing oh started (laughs) (laughs) and it is thanks to candy steiner Uh uh-huh she does pole dancing and i have been you know watching her videos since she started posting on her other instagram account and i was like i need to try that and so i went for my birthday and i have been in love with it ever since and I, I've got one installed in the house now oh my goodness so, yeah. it looks so hard is it so hard it is I knew it was going to be hard and I don't have a lot of upper body strength so <laughs> I was scared to do a lot of things but now I've started climbing and that has built up my arm strength and it is so fun and relaxing Mm. and the best workout that I've done since I boxed a few years ago. Wow. Have you ever fallen? I have not yet, but I wouldn't ask myself. (laughs) (laughs) What are you looking forward to most when everything maybe resumes to normal or a new normal? I would say probably doing a lot of the events that I did uh, in Atlanta. I was a part of 
foodie life. So going to restaurant tastings and Mm. drink tastings. And I also was really excited to get back into some author events this year. Yes. And uh, I, I can't wait to be able to do that again so I can interact with, you know, all the people that I talk to online. Mm-hmm. Are you supposed to go to any next year or scheduled, I should say? I haven't signed up for any yet. Are you going? I'm supposed to go to Book Bonanza and one in Australia. <gasps> Yeah. I want to go to Australia so bad. Oh, you should. I've been one other time and it was amazing. Yes. I was supposed to go to a signing in Ireland. Ooh, I would love to go there. Yes. But my day job, there was a work conflict, so I wasn't going to get to go anyway. So I was going to try to get there this year, but didn't happen. That's on my my bucket list of places to go. Mine too. I want to see all that green. Mm-hmm. And drink all the beer. <laughs> yeah. And just listen to those Irish accents. Yes. <laughs> I think it's time for us to sing a song. I've been waiting for this part. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am not a singer, but I love singing. So. Oh, perfect. Well, you can maybe guess what song I had for you. My girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of obvious. Yes. Is that the song that was on your heart today? Uh, I didn't have a particular song. Okay. I was just ready to do whatever you threw at me. You're so good. <laughs> All right, let's do it then. You ready? Yes. I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. When it's cold outside, I've got the month of May. Well, I guess you'd say, what can make me feel this way? My girl, my girl, my girl, talking about, my girl, my girl. Yes. <laughs> that high note was just perfect. That was so good. <laughs> oh, that was so great. <laughs> Yay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I had so much fun talking to you today. Me too. It's so good to finally hear your voice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was happy I- to hear you. I've been listening to you for a long time. So I felt like I had already had a conversation with you before. And then uh, I realized that we were only talked over <laughs> Instagram. Yeah. It's so fun. And I hope I get to meet you in person soon. We'll have to make that happen. Yes. COVID needs to go away. It does. Well, you enjoy your day off today. Thank you. <laughs> okay. You too. Have a great one and thanks again for doing this. Of course. Thanks for having me, Willow. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Make sure you watch for her newsletter. You can sign up for it on the link www.shayallday.com Have a great week. See you next time.